And thank you for joining us for the latest episode of the Balancing Act podcast with Singer Lee Wack. Today, we're sitting down with Sam Pearson, CEO and president of the Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, and Ed Shankheim, the assurance and advisory partner here at Singer Lee Wack. Today, they will be having a conversation about how leadership growth and development elevates individuals, teams, businesses, and communities. Keep on listening to learn more. Good morning, and welcome to Singer Lee Wax, The Balancing Act. Our topic today is better leaders, better companies, and better lives. I'm Ed Shenkine. I'm a partner with Singer Lee Wack, and I manage the Denver office. I am a audit and a test uh, services partner. I'm busy in the realms of business valuation, mergers and acquisition, consulting, and growth and development. I'm here today with Zan Pearson, who is the president and CEO of the Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, a revolutionary business community of passionate business executives, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders committed to redefining the approach to leadership and business growth. And today, we're going to dive into that aspect of leadership and growth and success. And so with that, Zan, give a little bit of your background, and then we can kind of dive into CTLF and you. How about that? That sounds great. Terrific. So the Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, its mission is to develop heart-level leaders, which we'll discuss a little bit more later, who prioritize creating authentic, relationship-driven business connections, building thriving cultures for their employees, and serving their clients and community. Zan has a diverse background, uh, being in both business development and corporate finance, along with consulting and marketing in Denver, Chicago, and New York. Prior to CTLF, Zan was the president of a subsidiary of the Chicago Bulls and White Sox, devoted to community engagement, events, and youth programs. As a growth leader, she has led and been involved in every element of growth from product and program development sales, strategic partnerships, marketing, startup consulting, and corporate finance. More importantly, Zan strongly believes in personal and professional growth as a key to leading successful, thriving companies and living happy, fulfilling lives. She is passionate about personal and professional development with her BA in psychology. And as CEO of CTLF, she is committed to maximizing the potential of other leaders Amplifying and expanding CTLF's impact within the business community. So welcome this morning, Zan. We're so happy to have you with us. Thank you, and thanks for having me today. Yeah, so could you kind of dive in and uh, tell us a little bit more about CTLF and also um, what is a heart-level leader? Well, CTLF is a professional organization committed to developing heart-level leaders serving each other and our communities and deepening our relationships with each other within the business community. And when we refer to heart-level leaders, it's an acronym. We mean having the wisdom and courage and compassion to lead others by being humble, engaged, authentic, regenerative, and true to service. So it's more than just a professional organization. It's a community of senior leaders who are not only committed to providing support for each other and becoming better leaders themselves, 
but who share a common passion for making a positive impact on their lives, on the lives of others and their employees, their colleagues, their stakeholders, and their communities. We're, lead, we're a group of leaders who want to serve each other. We want to help each other succeed. And I think every one of our members is committed to the promise that if we can create better leaders, we can have better companies and ultimately better lives for ourselves, our employees, and our communities. I think it's pretty powerful. I've been active in the Denver business community for over 30 years. I, uh, I'm a Denver native and a sixth-generation Denver native, actually. And I've been committed to um, service, whether of to myself, to my family, to my business, and to my community. And with that, I've been very fortunate to be active with various nonprofits. I do sit on the board of the Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, along with the Association for Corporate Growth, and I'm a advisor to the Blackstone Entrepreneurial Network here in Colorado. And so with all of that, I take a passion and a focus in making every encounter that I have better so that the people I'm in front of leave better off than they were when we first met. And so that's why this topic and Colorado Thought Leaders Forum are so aligned with what I how I show up, what I believe in, and and how I execute in my in my daily life. And with Singer Lewak, we take that same kind of perspective with how we take care of our, our team members and our clients and our community. And so we serve as servant leaders and specifically as success agents to ensure that our team members, our clients, and our community are successful based upon their own terms in going forward in their lives with their businesses and more broadly. And so, Zan, bringing that to fold with with Colorado Thought Leaders Forum, why is what CTLF is doing now? Why is that relevant today? Well, you, you think, I think, Ed, you, you described it very well, right, the importance of it. I think you know, what you are doing, you're, you're the epitome of a heart-centered leader. I think we focus a lot in our personal lives on surrounding ourselves with people who make us better and lift us up. And the same is true professionally. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell contends success is determined by the five people you spend the most time with. And having a supportive community is essential to that success. We have a quote we share a lot in CTL up. If you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. Senior leaders and entrepreneurs particularly can find it very isolating. And surrounding yourself by role models and mentors and leaders with shared values increases the likelihood of success and it builds resilience in the face of challenges and it helps us achieve our goals. It can serve as a sounding board for ideas and provide access to resources and emotional support for each other. It it allows us to expand our perspectives through the eyes of others. Um, it can be truly inspiring and I think empowering by focusing on being a better leader, leader and serving our communities and serving each other. We can build better companies and ultimately better lives for ourselves and our employees and our communities. I think you really touched there, you know, not just why it's relevant, but why being better is also important. Right. And what are some of the, like transformations within these individual leaders or their companies or or just 
in their lives in general? What what are the takeaways that you see? You know, I think that the last few years have been tumultuous from the pandemic and the economic volatility that we've experienced. And I think more than ever, people are recognizing and kind of pursuing their fundamental need to thrive and find purpose and value in their work. And we all want to be happy and fulfilled and successful. And I think that is one of the big takeaways that I have seen when I talk to members within CTLF. We recently had a speaker at our spring event, Dr. Tasha Yurick, and she's an organizational psychologist and she wrote the book Insight, which Adam Grant had said is in the top three business book he recommends the most often to leaders. In her, in her research, she, 90% of leaders think they are self-aware and the actual number is closer to 10 to 15%. And she discovered leaders just don't spend enough time on the external self-awareness and how they're showing up for other people. And the more senior you get, the less likely people are to tell you the truth. And so she contends that self-awareness is one of the most essential skills a leader can have for success. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to be vulnerable and and humble and willing to acknowledge your own faults and work on developing yourself personally. And I think that is an area where the members in CTLF and the heart-centered leaders are the ones who are willing to go and do that self-awareness and work on self-improvement. And it's not just that. Studies have shown that, you know, when we lead with humility and authenticity, it results in improved decision-making because you're considering multiple perspectives. You're developing richer, deeper relationships with others. Increases your credibility, not only within your own organization and your colleagues and your employees, but with your customers and your clients. It increases creativity and innovation. It results in better team building and conflict resolution. I think we've seen, you know, when I talk to the members of CTLF, they'll talk often about how it's enriched enriched their relationships. It's broadened their network within the business community. It's opened doors for opportunity. And it's helped them through, you know, have just ha- by having that emotional support and a network to go to, it's helped them through multiple personal and professional challenges. It's kind of a wealth. I think I could go on. That's I a lot. On, on, go all day. I could go on all day, the benefits, focusing, doing the work personally and professionally to be better, to serve other people, to have a purpose, leading with values. The studies out there show that success will come because you're going to be developing better cultures at your company, one of transparency and authenticity. It's, you're building richer, deeper relationships. And, you know, when, when difficult times come, you know, first and foremost, you don't, we don't believe in being a business as a transaction, but it's really relationship driven. And when you get into difficult situations, you're going to value those relationships. How does, you know, having worked and lived in, in New York and Chicago and other places, well, what, what do you see in Denver or in Colorado that, that stands out? You know, I wish I had had an organization like this when I was working in Chicago and New York. I think it says a lot about 
there's a different mindset here. You know, I know people talk about how it's a big, small town and that definitely shows through. It's very relationship driven. And, and, you know, you could go into, it's not like you're walking into a networking event and people are just giving you their cards. They're, they're focused on getting to know you and developing those really deeper relationships. And I think, you know, when I first moved here from Chicago, I was amazed when I would meet people and, you know, they'd be like, you know who you need to meet? You should meet so-and-so. And, and I was so appreciative of that. They weren't getting anything from me for that introduction. They just wanted to help me. They just wanted to help me make the right connections to find a new job when I first moved here and to connect with other people that they thought I would either have something in common with or we could be friends or to get established. It was very giving culture that was refreshing to me. And I think most people within CTLF also share that sentiment and because you're surrounded by people who want to help other people succeed. So that to me was one of the things that stood out the earliest and I was pretty amazed by it and benefited from it. It was a nice welcome to Colorado. A warm welcome. Yeah. So you've spoken a lot about relationship. How does, how does CTLF, obviously you need people who want to be in relationship for a relationship to happen. Right. Right. And, and then secondly, how, how do you do that in a, you know, how do you create the space for that or the, you know, what, what's some of the, the sauce or, or programmatic qualities that allow that to occur? Meaning, how do we do it? How do we develop yeah. it? Well, I think, I think, as I mentioned earlier, I think there's a, <clears throat> there's a newfound recognition that we have to do business in a different way, right? And, and so I think there's already a natural transition out there to wanting to, you know, find jobs and roles that fulfill us, create companies that have great cultures and, and serve other people. So I think there's already people wanting to find purpose and values. So there's already a need out there where people are seeking this out. And I think that people find when there's an organization that is filled with people who share those values, they get pretty excited. And it starts with that commitment to being relationship driven. And we build in, you know, how do you develop those richer, deeper relationships with people? And we build in exercises in all of our our programs and events where people can truly connect with others. And it requires, you know, exercises that require us to be a little bit humble and vulnerable and, and connect with people on a deeper level. And um, so we build that in. We have year-round programs designed to, if you're wanting to expand your network, connect with other people and, and get to know them through what's called a strategic connections program. But we also have programs that are facilitated with an executive coach that actually work on our leadership skills. And we have monthly events to educate and inspire and challenge ourselves to consider different perspectives and approaches to leadership. We have uh, 
monthly events to bring people together to connect with others, not only within CTLF, but in the broader business community as well. But it really starts with a commitment to, we look for people to join our organization that have a commitment to being relationship-driven and serving others. And that's at the core of everything we do. And we're all committed to each other's success. So however we can help each other, we'll go out of our way to send an introduction or sit down and have coffee to work through any issues that people have. So it's, it's a pretty remarkable, supportive network um, leaders that all share those values. I think, you know, in, in hearing that from you, that there's an aspect where, you know, businesses exist in order to bring profits and returns to their ownership. And then built on, on top of that, we've, we've evolved into things like B Corps, which also may have a or will have a social and environmental bottom line. So they're, they're making impact socially or environmentally. And it's almost like we're taking, we're creating a third um, bottom line through CTLF, which is um, the betterment piece in terms of better leaders, better companies, better lives, so that in every aspect, any person at any level or any uh, stakeholder, per se, leaves better off than they were in the beginning. Is that is that a fair way to look at it? It's a very good way to look at it. Something I think it's a very good point that I hadn't considered before, but you're right. You don't have to be a B Corp to do good and have an impact positive impact on others and, and your communities. And that's exactly what we're doing, Ed. You know, when we focus on uh, leading with values and finding a deeper purpose in our work, yes, we all we need to be profitable, right? But that doesn't mean can't be profitable with a purpose. And that purpose should be to have a, po- have a positive impact as a company and as a leader. That, you know, if are we building, you know, for example, are we building a regenerative culture where people want to work, where we can attract and retain quality staff? That's going to help your prop, profits if you can attract and retain quality staff. More, even more importantly, it's going to have a positive impact on your employees' lives because you're creating roles where employees can thrive and continue to develop. And if you build purpose, you know, into your brand and values into your bank brand, they're going to feel as though they are also making the beyond profit. So it is mirroring. It is saying you don't have to be a B Corp to do good in the world. You know, you can have a positive impact by becoming on the lives of others, by becoming a better leader and creating a company that's going to have an impact. So out. How do you go from kind of those values? And I know you spoke a little bit about types of programming. What what is the? You know, I think there's there's kind of two classifications of people that I tend to look at with leadership and growth. That is the people that are already in the C-suite or in leadership, and how do they enhance what they do? And then the second population are those that are rising to those roles, and how do they garner the skills, knowledge, and experience to 
either rise or be noted per se to be able to lead as they go forward. How do, how do you approach those two classes of, of people? We have, um, you know, we have everything from CEOs, solo entrepreneurs, and founders, and to emerging leaders and people that are on the leadership journey at larger companies or smaller companies. It's really a diverse group of people within CTLF. Um, the shared, I think the shared, the commonality is that there, there are people who want to be better, right? They, they, and no matter how senior you, you get, uh, Dr. Tasha Yurik talks about this in her book that I mentioned, no matter how senior you get, there's, you never stop growing and you never stop trying to be better. And so what we've tried to do is, you know, have senior leaders who can be role, who are heart-centered leaders, who can be role models for those emerging leaders that are coming in. You know, we have in our programming, you know, you'll have a mixture of, if you're in a cohort with, in personal professional development forum with, you know, 12 others that some are going to be more senior and some are going to be kind of on that, you know, middle management leadership. And, and you want them to learn from each other through mentorship and role models. We, we spend a lot of time in a facilitated programs working on no matter where you are on your leadership journey, improve, helping you improve your leadership skills so that you can be a heart-centered leader, so that you are humble, engaged with your employees, authentic, regenerative, creating roles that, that where you and others can thrive and serving each other. I think the power behind having a community of heart-centered leaders is that you really are committed to helping each other succeed and bringing other people along and, and showing them kind of the way and setting that example. How do you build your, your network in Colorado? And you do it through being very relationship driven. And, you know, and I think we built some incredible programs that allow people to learn that by repetition at, at all of our meetings and, and by connecting with others who, you know, basically are mentors to you. So these, these uh, leaders or rising leaders bring, bring that or gain those qualities and, and practice those skills or whatnot in their, their business and, and, and personal lives. And then it, it kind of drips and spreads throughout their organizations. So okay. There can, so there can be both an organic and, you know, structured pieces, you know, to bring, bring the, the qualities and values and skills to, um, to their constituents and make it a safe, open environment to, to practice, you know, the unfamiliar, right? Yeah, and I and I think that you know we have you know we have, we have different exercises that that force people to be more vulnerable and authentic and 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 they may be uncomfortable with that at, at, in the beginning, but once they they get used to it, they realize how powerful it is when you can open up and share with other people in this safe environment and and also that having other people hold you accountable, right? You're in a cohort and 
And there are other people there that said, well, you know, Van, you said you were going to do this. And did you do that since we last, you know, were together? And so just having that network and that support system of people that one, you, you know, can share with, that you can bounce ideas off of, but that will also hold you accountable uh, is, is where I think the, the magic happens. That's, that's really great. Yeah, for me, I feel that as a leader, part of my responsibility is to nudge people or kindly provoke them yeah. to make them enough uncomfortable to look at change or what's going on around them instead of the task or project at hand so that they, they can take a broader and uh, greater role in it instead of being so narrowly focused in the project is 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 that that's something you see within that as well absolutely um i i believe and i think most people in ctlf would probably share the sentiment that my role as a leader is to maximize the potential of others it's to maximize the potential of everybody that works for me and but, but also everybody that I, I within CTLF that I come in contact with, right? So it's yes. how do I, how can I help them become the best version of themselves? You know, how can I help them thrive? How can I help the others um, remove roadblocks for themselves or be more, you know, mitigate their weaknesses? You know, whatever it is, is our role as leaders is essentially to help maximize the potentials of others who work for us and and we will build a better company if we if we maximize the potential of every single person who works for us we're going to be a better company we're going to be more successful and and i think that we sometimes can get caught up in you know we're the leader and we have to that we know people expect us to have all the answers no we don't have all the answers you know, but we we are willing to find out the answers or hire somebody who does know the answers or surround us surround ourselves by people who make us better leaders by kind of mitigating our weaknesses because it's their strength, right? Or it's something they're passionate about. And so I, I think that did hit on the head that if if we focus in on making those around us better, right? We're all going to be more. So if we were to flip it here, Zan, like what what kind of questions have popped into your head in this conversation so far today? Well, so I'll flip it with you. So I think, you know, you're someone who has been very involved in CTLF long before I even became CEO. And I've actually learned from you, right, as as a mentor. How, How do you think? CTLF or, or being part of a community of heart level leaders and the work that you have done because you've been on the board, you've been in two of our programs. And how has it um, impacted you and your business? Yeah, so thanks. Uh, you know, I joined uh, Strategic Connections, the you know business relationship program over 20 years ago. It being, you know, a industry exclusive uh, group in that I was the only CPA in the room. I had a a flock of successful business people surrounding me. 
um, who wanted to contribute and help me be successful in business. Mm-hmm. And so that took so much pressure off and made it so much easier. In fact, it was a little bit intimidating at first because, uh, you know, with an application process and then joining this group of high powered people, you know, 20 years ago in my career, as, as I was a, a young partner in, in my firm, Stark Shenkine at the time, it was an opportunity and a little intimidating. And, you know, then it became eased easier as I got to know the people and the cadence and got to see how these were people who could help me in life and help me in business and wouldn't just speak it, but was they acted upon it. They knew how, what to do with a lead. They understood target audience. They, they wanted to be, be surrounded and be a part of people who were successful and contributing to the other's success. And so that was really a great, you know, win for me that, you know, that's why I've been in the group, you know, for, for over 20 years. At the time I joined the board of advisors, that was right after uh, we merged Stark Shenkine into Singer Lewak. And I was taking on a new role in a, in a new firm. And it was a great opportunity for me to grow and develop further as a leader. And what we've always done with the board of advisors is we've practiced on ourselves before taking things out to the public in terms of the programs for, for CTLF. So the leadership growth experience, the professional, personal and professional development forums, we kind of incubated internally and then took them externally. And so um, those have been tremendous experiences for bringing me opportunity to focus on my own growth, learn, learn from others how they're grappling with situations and have greater skill and knowledge to lend to my experience as I go forward as a leader. Great insight. And I've, I've witnessed that with you and, and how you approach it, you know, with, with others and, you know, even with the emerging leaders that are in CTLF, you know, working with them and and helping them to meet others. When you have a community, wherever it is, you know, whether it's in Colorado or in, you know, somewhere else, do you have a community of people that uh, honestly you feel like have your back and are committed to your success and committed to your own, your growth? Uh, It, it's, it's inspiring. And I think everyone is elevated who is surrounded by that. Yeah, that's a great point. I think that in any form, whether it's, I used, I used to uh, really ascribe to Stephen Covey's position of looking at our, our roles and responsibilities. And what I found as I grew deeper in life was, you know, taking off my husband hat, putting on my advisor hat, taking off my advisor hat, putting on my partner hat, taking off my partner hat, putting on my leader hat was exhausting shifting from role and responsibility to try to fit the avatar. Yeah. And and then through much of this self-inquiry with with many of the CTLF experiences, uh, just owning my own, being my own self and morphing myself slightly to fit the role and trying to, you know, if I'm just being me and I'm being my best self, the rest of it takes care of itself. And that I didn't have to be the 
perfect partner, leader, father, whatever. I could just try to be the best me. Yeah, and that's a a great point. Zan, the CEO, is the same Zan who's wife and mother. You're not, you know, three different people. I'm one person. And, you know, it forces you to, you know, and I think this is one of the core CTLF. Am I showing up as my one whole authentic self as a leader, right? Right. Am I leading with my values, right? Am I... Uh, am I leading with humility and engaged with my employees? And I, you know, it is exhausting, you know, trying yeah. to change hats and be different people that, you know, no, I'm just going to show up as my one whole authentic self and, and faults and all and uh, be the best version I can possibly be of me. Yeah. And, and then to that point, you know, I never liked the term work-life balance yeah. because there is no balance. It's it's always like a plane on autopilot is always correcting to course. It's never truly on course or it's on course for a moment and then it gets off course. So, you know, if we get rid of trying to have that thing, you know, teeter-totter like balance between work and life and it's just life where work is portion of it, it makes everything so much easier. We're having a speaker in October, Jamie Chalima at our CEO forum and she was the first generation college student and had um, founded it cosmetics and she sold it a few years ago to L'Oreal for 1.2 billion. So she grew it as this entrepreneur coiled away. But one of the things she says in the book that really struck out at me was, you know, there is no such thing as work-life balance and something you know, something has to, any given time, something has to be sacrificed, right? We're not perfect, right? And you have to forgive yourself that, okay, you weren't able to clean the house or whatever it is, right? You had to let certain things go because at any given time, something else may be a priority. But when you show up as a whole person in all aspects of your life, you realize you can't do it all. And you prioritize and you forgive yourself for, you know, and, and, and be your own loving critic and forgive yourself for the things that you weren't maybe able to accomplish today. But if you show up as one whole person and you're in a role that you have created that, that has purpose and value in your work, you're going to be happy as a whole person. And that's why she, she, says the same thing that Dr. Tasha Yurik says, which is, you know, lead with your values, you know, find your why and your why should be something that is meaningful to you. And why are you doing this beyond just profits? And if it's meaningful work to you, you're going to be happy and you're going to thrive and, 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 you know, stop thinking about it, that there has to be a balance. No, think about it from the standpoint of, being in a role where you're thriving. I think that's a uh, great place for us to bring this to a close. Although, you know, you and I could just do this forever. Yeah. The uh, Just a few takeaways from, from our conversation. And, and Zan, let me know if I leave anything out. But the, um, the Heart Level Leader acronym, being humble, engaged, authentic, regenerative, and true to service. Mm-hmm. That in being a leader, lead with our values and the shared purpose and values of our team and be mindful of the fact that we're more likely than not, we aren't as self-aware as 
think we are, and that that requires doing self-inquiry and self-development. Thirdly, that in that role as a leader, our responsibility is to maximize the potential and success of whoever we're we're engaged with. So our our partners, our our teams, our clients, our communities. That how do we help them thrive? In the end, we will thrive. The leadership can come from any form of person in in the in the business world. It can be a solopreneur. It can be an entrepreneurial business, an emerging growth business, or a CEO of a large organization. All of us need communities and posses to support us in our growth and leadership journey. And then lastly, this piece about there is no work-life balance. We, we just have to be aware of the different parts of ourselves. And if, if I spend time with my kids, uh, it doesn't come at a cost to another thing in my life if I'm aware of where I'm spending my time and how I prioritize it. And so those moments are gone in terms of time, but I can still be mindful and proactive and be in action in my biz, even if I take some time away to be with family or friends or in community. Anything else you would add? I think you did an excellent job of summarizing all of that. Uh, I would, I would just add that, you know, that uh, when we focus on becoming better leaders, we, it will be translate laid down building better companies and ultimately better lives for everyone. Well said. Thanks for bringing that back in. So if, if you have any questions for, for me or for Zan or have greater interest in learning more about CTLF or Singerly WAC, you can find us both in, in a couple of different ways. You can reach Zan. Her email is xanp at ctlf.org and ctlf's website is ctlf.org so and for me you can reach me at singer lewak um it's e shenkine that's e s c h e n k e i n at singer s i n g e r lewak l e w a k.com and our website is singerlewak.com just like that part on my email address and so with that it's been Zan, it's been so great to converse with you today in sharing the purpose and mission and experiences of, of um, from from your life and and from a ctlf perspective and i appreciated the opportunity to share a little bit of my experience and journey along the way so Thank you so much for joining us on the Balancing Act today. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Ann Singer-Lewak, for just supporting the mission of building better leaders and heart-centered leaders. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Balancing Act podcast by Singer-Lewak. You can tune in every Thursday morning to gain a sense of balance in the fast-paced industry of business. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and our website. We'll see you next time.